everyone, this is Pastor Tim with Every Moment His, and we're excited on this episode to be talking with Stephen Lovekin, who is an artist, recording artist, and a Christian uh, who uh, is coming to do a concert here at Holy Cross on June 24th at 7 p.m. And so I had a chance, along with our, our music director, Jolene Berkey, to kind of sit down and talk to him about the gospel and what makes him passionate about his craft. So I hope this is useful for you, and especially if you, too, are someone who loves to create. Guys, here. Yeah, you as well. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's fun to meet you. Yeah, so good to meet you guys. You guys, um, yeah, y'all have been so um just absolutely wonderful in in just showing support and love and man i really appreciated getting to connect with you guys yeah awesome well we are excited for you to be here in town too yeah it's gonna be an awesome evening yeah yeah oh i know it, i i feel that it is and uh yeah it's just it's it's exciting to be able to get back out, you know, um, doing it more and more. I mean, I was out, um, as early as last summer doing a little bit, some show, some shows up through like Texas and the Midwest with this thing I do called one big family. But then, um, you know, outside of that, it's, it's been slowly revamping, you know, and, and now this summer's getting, getting to be, uh, quite full. So it's good. Cool. Good. So we, this is our podcast. Uh, it's called Every Moment His. So Pastor John Rasmussen and I do this podcast. And uh, so we're, we're, we love having you on. Jolene Berkey, our music director, is on with us too. Yes. So we have questions for you and we're going to get your reactions from some things and learn about you. Um, yeah. But when, whenever we begin our podcast, it's tradition to begin with a joke. Okay. <laughs> so... So here's, here's a joke. Okay. Okay. Why did the farmer, um, why did the failed farmer become a DJ? Oh gosh. Why? Something about because... disking. <laughs> that's a good, <laughs> that's a good try. Actually, uh -huh. he, uh, he had a bunch of sick beats. Uh. Oh my gosh. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Okay. Wow. Dude. <laughs> Yeah, you nailed it. That's so good. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll use that one. Good. Yeah. Usually it's it's the it's the groaners we go for here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. The best kind of jokes. Cool. So uh, as we get going here, I just thought it would be fun to get your reaction to some musical quotes. Okay. okay? And from different people in the church. Okay. So here's one. I have always kept one end in view, namely to conduct a well-regulated church music to the honor of God. Wow. This, this is Johann Sebastian Bach. Yeah. Man, I mean, Bach, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are you going to argue? What else can you, you say? Know? Yeah. yeah. Can't argue against Bach. Yeah. All right, good. And then, how, about, how about this one? This is John Wesley. He says... I have no objection to instruments of music in our worship, provided that they are neither seen nor heard. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> yeah, thank you, Toby. Yeah, yeah, that that man. Well, you know, it's just it's interesting the differences in um, in opinions on 
on instrumentation on music in the church just over the centuries it's, it's so fascinating to me but uh yeah i'm gonna have to say that i i i, I disagree with that one um <laughs> <laughs> yeah good we disagree and then here's uh here's martin luther he says next to the word of god the noble art of music is the greatest treasure in the world all right all right come on yeah. martin luther yeah, I feel, I feel that that is a special quote. I mean, music is such a powerful, powerful way of communicating, right? And uh, it's so beautiful that when we see artists who like, you know, see the potential for that and, and want to use that to communicate the gospel and communicate mm -hmm. who Jesus is and his and the characters of God that God has revealed and um, and I love, I love that about music, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So when you, when you are, um, maybe I'll just follow up with that question, but when you are thinking about um, music and kind of your calling as a musician and your passion for the gospel, um, where did that start for you? How did, how did you begin to, to realize music is a tool and a gift yeah. that can be used for this yeah great question thank you uh it was it was a very specific season uh for me and it was um yeah i mean honestly it was about a, a little over 10 years ago um i had just graduated high school and i was up until that point playing music a lot i was i was very into it I had been into it for about six years I went to this music school um, where they taught me music and I, I don't know what it was whether it was just a personality thing I needed something to sort of like grasp onto and kind of obsess about you know um, and just like you know get good at as much as I could uh, or what but I found mm -hmm. music and and um, just became very obsessed with it, you know, I mean, just in terms of playing, practicing all the time. And, and I think it was that sort of like, yeah, it was that need to like have something that I, I just found something like something in it, in the practicing of it and, and sort of the repetition and all that, even just down to like the scales and all that kind of stuff, like very meditative and fun, you know, <laughs> and so um it was never hard to get me to have to you know practice guitar or whatever um it's just what i was doing all the time and so i you know at this point grew up in a christian household but um you know i mean as a teenager and i think this is similar to, to a lot of kids th this age it, god still has a little bit of a question mark around it, you know, um, on a personal level. I mean, you go and you're sort of, you know, the, some of the Bible stories, you know, you know, things that you've heard, things that your parents have said, but, you know, for me, it wasn't, I would have considered myself a Christian, but it wasn't like a, a personal thing where I, I really understood that God could speak to me as a, as a human individually and that he was real and that he wanted to really help and so I was just making music and I, by the time I got to, you know, the end of my high school time, um, I was just really burned out on it because I had just spent so much time and I knew in, you know, inside of me 
that I wanted to do music with my life. And, you know, I was idolizing in a sense, different musician artists in the world that I loved and that I followed and kind of wanted to be like that, you know, but at the same time, I was like, there was something that just felt off about doing it just to be this kind of rock star figure, you know, for like, like my own glory, I guess. And, and genuinely, and there was something about it. It just didn't, I don't know, just didn't really fit like my MO, you know, I, I didn't really like, I, I didn't resonate with that. I, you know, I just, I, I'm much more, to be honest, I, I really don't mind kind of being in the background um, and, you know, I'll get more into that later, but I, um, so anyways, I started to, uh, I, I, I was like, well, I'm not going to go to college unless it's a music college. And then I, I applied for this music college and, and I ended up getting in, but there weren't really any scholarships there. And, um, and it was very expensive. And so, uh, I was like, well, I'm just gonna maybe take a year and just not go do anything further. And that in that time, it was literally just about like a couple months after graduating high school, uh, I was at this church service and they were like, Hey, you know, we need worship team. You know, we have worship team auditions. We need people to serve on the worship team and who can play guitar and <clears throat> worship for me at this point. I do nothing about Christian music, nothing about worship music. I honestly, I tried to show up late to church when I could, you know, soften, like, really didn't <laughs> yeah, like the music. I, I try that you too. Know? Yeah. 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 So, so <laughs> I mean, I think probably a similar story to a lot, but I mean, I, I really was like, cause I was learning stuff that for me felt like way beyond, you know, the simplicity of what I was hearing at church and I, and, you know, hearing somebody sing off tune on a Sunday, I was like, ah, I can't do it. <laughs> So, you know, uh, and, but the reality was there's things in my heart that needed to change as well. And so I, I, so anyways, long story short, I signed up and ended up entering into this season of like, um, the pastor, the worship pastor there, um, just taking me in and being such a good teacher. Mm. He was a gift teacher and 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 you know and that's what he he did too he, he would he would teach at school and stuff but he discipled me in such a beautiful way uh, as a young person in worship and just not only it wasn't just like here jump on the stage and you know here's a guitar and now do your thing but it was like no we're going to intentionally like take time make this a process and like work on your heart and really stress like what it means to be a worshiper at heart before you're even like on this stage, you know? And that was so significant, I think, because uh, we went through some book and reading material and stuff through that time that um, a, one of these books called How to Worship the King by Zach East, which was amazing. Um, and, you know, just reading through these books and realizing like, oh, what it meant on a biblical side and just insignificance in in what it meant to lead worship and do worship and all of a sudden for me it was like my burnt out self as a musician was just really like coming alive again um realizing like oh i can use my music as a tool to worship god like i, I can use my music and it's in such a significant way to like it's beyond myself you know i don't have to stand up somewhere and just like make it about me but actually like 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 bring communicate something that could potentially you know create an encounter uh between god and man and and bring mm -hmm. people to know him 
And for me, that that became so significant and, and uh, you know, hasn't changed since, you know. Yeah, I, I can just hear, I can hear that kind of driving passion mm. uh, when those two things came together, just that it was like fuel. Yeah. It just fuel, fuels what you do now. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Jolene, I assume you have some, some of the same experiences. That's, I think that's a good idea to like engage musicians in heart and discipleship issues and worship issues as a way of enhancing what they're doing on Sunday mornings. But what do, what do you think about that? Well, it's a little intimidating. And I, excuse me, I was busy Googling the book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, oh, yeah. Oh, gotta go find out that book, How to Worship a King by Zach. Yeah. 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 Um, so I was just Googling over here. I do a lot with kids. My music philosophy is just to let people know that they have a talent and therefore they use it to serve the Lord. So I kind of just try to start young with people, but I've never, I don't know that I've intentionally, um, tried to, tried to on purpose disciple my adult. So that's, it's interesting. That's cool. Yeah. So good. Yeah, no, that's yeah. Jolene, it, it's honestly, I, I would, I recommend the book. I mean, it, what's cool about that book is it's, he takes you through like the whole imagery of uh um of the tabernacle and sort of the journey of that and how that relates to like the elements within and how, how that the significance of each one and how it actually even still translates to how we can relate to god and worship him today and uh and so really yeah recommend it but mm. yeah definitely um definitely cool yeah learning a lot from you already this is awesome yeah, absolutely. Um, good. So tell us, um, you're from Phoenix, grew up in the desert. Is that yeah. where you are now? Um, actually, um, I am in Colorado, not too far. Um, yeah, so I, I did grow up in Phoenix right now. I'm in, excuse me. Yeah, and I still live there. Um, I have been in the midst of the first part of my journeys that will inevitably bring me out to your way. And, um, and that was a, a trip, uh, doing, doing something called one big family and, um, just another sort of smaller tour with some artists. And, um, but yeah, I primarily, uh, am in Phoenix and from Phoenix and wow, I'm just thankful I'm not there right now. <laughs> well, I was going to say you're, you're sitting outside, you know, yeah. and it would be, you know, yeah. 10 o'clock there and I've been to Phoenix yeah. so yeah yeah I would be inside right now uh, in a dark room if I was in Phoenix that's for sure <laughs> well good and then tell us a little bit about your your name you know Lovekin it's not a name yeah. people immediately understand so what's behind that yeah. name yeah um so the name um I guess in its most obvious way has come from my last name which is Lufkin, just spelled a little differently, um, like Lufkin, Texas, you know, L-U-F-K-I-N. And um, yeah, basically, I think around the time when I started to release this, you know, music under Lufkin, um, I was just coming out of a um, just really difficult season of life um where I, I experienced a broken relationship and was 
um, yeah, kind of just in a in a real a season that was like, I guess, one of those times when you're like, all right, God, this is like, this is this is real. Like, if if you are real, if you are here, if you are, you know, with me and for me, like, I need you like never before, you know, and um, and it was an intense time. I was looking, I was writing a lot of songs and looking for, um, yeah, not to even really release the songs, but ended up with a bunch of songs on my computer hard drive. And, um, and these were just ways that I was trying to get out and express what I was feeling and and uh and and they were just yeah they were songs of worship they were it was songs choosing to worship God when I didn't feel like it or didn't understand it you know and choosing to write a song that said God I I trust you I believe in you I I believe that you are you know um that you are good and finding the significance of singing that truth in in a difficult season which is a whole different thing but yeah it, it works long story short it works <laughs> and um and anyways though I felt like he was it got to the point where he was like the Lord was like all right like I want you to take the songs and 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 share them and I had been toying around with how to do that I you know as an artist I was kind of like well I don't want to just do Stephen Lufkin I mean I feel like there's got to be something maybe that has the ability to be a little bit more concise and that can maybe, you know, be like a kind of a cooler artist name, I guess. And (laughs) and so, yeah. So anyways, so Lovkin came about, I mean, and it was also thinking about like my last name, like, okay, what is the breakdown of the words and love you know, and kin, like family, and putting these two concepts together. And at the time, I, I put them together. But then, honestly, in, in, the, in the following years, there was way more significance that came from it, because I ended up finding that as I would go and play places, there was so much sense of family and love and bringing people into this, this space of gathering and, and seeing um, that that God is a God of love and, uh, and, and seeing people unite through nights, uh, you know, relationships form, friendships form, people come together and, uh, and all of this, which for me ended up having so much significance back to like, even just the Lovekin thing. I was like, man, that's so cool. Like God truly is using this name and this idea and this sort of like these spaces to bring people together and you know, to experience his love, you know, and, uh, in, in community, you know, and, um, and so, yeah, that's, that's the breakdown of, of the name love and kin. And, um, yeah, it just comes from my last, my last name just spelled a bit differently. So. Hey, I got to jet out of here. I have an appointment I have to get to, but I'll ask you a question and then I'll just let you roll with it. Um, okay. and I'll come back and listen to the podcast later. Um, I have two questions. So you can answer both of my questions. Um, number one, what is your personal favorite song you've ever written and recorded? Yeah. Like, what is your, like, this is my sweet spot. I love this one the best. Yeah. I know it's like children. It's hard. Um, yeah. And then number two, why should people come out? What's, what's the big deal? Why should they come out on Friday? You know, lot, lots yeah. of things depends on their time. They got, you know, they're choosing between you and something else. Why, why should they come see you on Friday night? 
Yes, so good. Thank you, Jolene. Ready, yeah. set, go. Yes, yeah, so good. Um, Thanks, Jolene. Yeah, I will have to say, I think one of my favorite songs, I, I'm, I feel, feel like my obvious is, has to say New Life, um, but I, you know, <laughs> that's just because I, I don't think I could play one one night without playing New Life. And and this is a song I'll, I'll, I will never be playing on Friday. I've played it so many times now. I, I want to say that's like the obvious answer, but really um, there's this song I have called Ain't It Something. And uh, it's off of an album of mine called uh, Pilot of My Own Life. Uh, all those songs on Pilot of My Own Life, um, just so special to me. Um, New Life was from a, an album called Into Freedom, my first album. but my second album, uh, Pilot of My Own Life. So yeah, Ain't It Something is, yeah, I think, I feel like for me and as, as a songwriter, whenever I feel like I can like not only capture like what I'm trying to say in a unique way, in a non-cliche sort of way, and and just lyrically speaking and in a in a concise like pointed way where i'm really like getting to the point and it's not just like a a basic sort of concept but it's actually more of like a it's like a relatable concept for people because what's important about my music is that like I, that i am writing songs that are you know obviously relating to me that's why i'm writing them but i do there's always this connecting point i want to make sure that i'm writing music that's connecting with people and that other people can relate to as well that it's not so abstract and out there that other people yeah. can't it la like latch on to that and and maybe have now i want people i want to write about things that maybe you know people have experienced you know especially in our journey with christ and as we walk with god like you know the struggles and the good things and and the hard things and and so like anyways i feel like in that song i was able to lyrically capture something um significant just in line with like basically what it means to continue to walk forward and to have faith and to believe um you know even when you just don't know when you have no idea i mean and that's the that's the crux of faith i mean that's like yeah, yeah. right that is what it means to have faith to walk forward in faith but the the line in the course is you know, ain't it something not to know ain't it something not to see um you know, uh, what they never teach in school. Um, you know, I mean, like basically it comes down to this point of like, ain't it something not to know, but despite it still believe. And, and for me, like that just really hits something, you know, and, um, yeah, uh, basically huh. I think people will find significance maybe in coming out on Friday because, you know, um, it's, it's, like I said before, I love to create a space where we can just have fun, worship God with some new, uh, you know, original music that maybe you're not familiar with, but uh, but that goes deep and that opens up this conversation of what it means to walk with Jesus. And, um, you know, I, I think the lyrics of the songs, you know, will speak for themselves. And um, there's moments when 
you know, we'll be able to sing along together on a chorus and, uh, and have some fun, you know, get some dancing in hopefully. And uh, there's going to be moments when we'll bring it down and, you know, there'll be some more introspection and just like, you know, hearing the words. And um, yeah, I think each yeah. one of my songs was just coming from this uh, real place in my heart of trying to, um, you know, never write just to sort of create this, you know, marketable Christian lyric, but really to write out of my heart. And obviously I have not done it all. I have not seen it all. I don't profess to know all things, but like from what the songs that I feel like God has given me and the, and the experiences that I, that I've had up to this point, uh, I've seen how the music can, you know, uh, bring some hope, I think to people. So, yeah, yeah that's awesome. I, I guess I have a few reactions to um, what you're saying. Well, first, I think um, I really appreciate the um, the attempt to not just put together some kind of a canned cliche, you know, expression because uh, it it they're out there, you know. Oh yeah, they're out there, and I think you can t I can tell the difference immediately. Um, what is what you know and I think yeah so I think that's great to to have more of a textured human yeah. um, expression of what's really happening and and also to be I think you know Christian artists have an opportunity in that Christians go through the same thing by the spirit you know if we're all in the same spirit we have the same yeah. faith yeah. and we're looking after the same Lord, following after him, and also joining in him with his sufferings. You know, that's a big part of what the scriptures talk about. Yeah. yeah. That there's a wealth of this commonality that we should, we should tune into. So I think if you can tap into that, what is it like to be a Christian in, you know, yeah. 2022, post-pandemic, yeah. whatever else is going on, like all the oddities right. and absurdities of social media, yeah. And trying to actually love people yeah. in a way that's useful. Yeah. Uh, there's a whole wealth of things to tap into there. And they're hard to express. Like it's a genuine creative activity to even yeah. attempt to express these things, you know? Yes. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. I, I think like, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, what, what, you know, Jesus said, love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, soul, mind, your strength, like, and love your neighbor as yourself. I mean, I, as an artist, you know, it's so important to be asking the question, what does it look like to love? What does it look like? How can, how can what I'm doing be one expression? And, and, and the mistake I don't want to make as an artist too, is that this gets to be my only expression of love, you know, sure. because the other thing is like, like Jesus called us to so much more, uh, just in, in the way we live and the way we serve others, the way we can love others and like in the ways that he loved and like, but for me in this one element, right. Of, of using these gifts, it's like, yeah, I, I want to, yeah, I just don't want to get to a place where music or sort of the, the brand, I guess, like, you know, be more important or more significant than just simply like loving and, and serving, you know, and, and that is so important to me. Um, and truly, and, and I think, 
you know, it is, it is, it's a scary thing what can happen when people get a platform, you know, and when people, uh, you know, yeah. And, and I think like going back to, uh, you know, kind of on another note, like, yeah, it, it's like the markable Christian lyric thing. Like, you know, we pop music, it's for instance, pop music in the mainstream world, like you turn on like a pop song and maybe it'll serve the, you know, purpose for some like, you know, teenager or whatever, like getting them hyped up. There's like this sure. beat and it's like, you know, and a lot of times they're not listening to the lyric and the lyric is absolutely horrible and they shouldn't be listening to it anyways. But they're just like, it has this very specific, like, like hypey sort of purpose and like very kind of like simplistic. And, and I think a lot of what we see and celebrate in Christian music is like a pop expression. And like, yeah. I think that I think it's unfortunate because I think that there's so much more. That would be like saying that the only type of music would be like pop music. But the reality is, is like, there's so much more that we hear and that we take in and there's so much more complexities. And I think we're really art. We really are as artists in the church even. And I see this very, very, in a very real way that God is calling out a lot more artists right now who are mm. just creating, uh, you know, just trying to be as genuine as they can and they are creating different sounds and new you know unique music and like I see and talk to a lot of these artists on a regular basis and and yeah maybe they're not you know in the spotlight but the reality is just like that's another thing it's like we don't even have to be in the spotlight I don't know yeah. I'm just grateful to be able to be going around and sharing my music and and I don't care how many people really come out i'm grateful for the people that do come out i know that god has called me to do this and the, mo the most significant thing that i can do at, for my life is is continue forward with why, what i feel like god is telling me to do which is to be faithful to this gift and to share my music but i so i can't speak to other people on that but i will say that like the minute that we start to make it this thing that's like it you know that just has to be huge it has to be massive it has to be big it has to be pop it has to be like concise and clear and in this box and and basic like i think that there's there's you know maybe some stuff in there that isn't so good you know yeah. well yeah i think the uh the you have to ask like what's my first motivation you know yeah um and if the first motivation is to honor god and to speak truth and love to people that's gonna lead to one product but if the prime motivation is to get hits and numbers yeah that's going to lead to another motivation and it'll shape what you're doing. So yes. Yeah. Yes. I like that. So yeah. I'm curious. Um, uh, I really hear interest in lyrics, interest mm. in crafting lyrics together. Yeah. Um, do you have some, some like heroes or some people you admire uh, in that you're kind of thinking, man, I love what, what they're trying to do. And I'm going to, at least learn and grow from them as I, as I hear them. Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, I mean, a lot of, a lot of the inspiration that I've had in the, in, I guess not necessarily in content, but even in just the way that things are communicated and packaged come from artists that aren't even making, you know, uh, necessarily, you know, Christian lyrics um you know i and you know not that they're you know they're just speaking about life and and whatnot they're not necessarily christian artists um and and that for me has been because i i 
I mean, you know, I mean, we're just kind of coming through a time, I think, when for me, like maybe there's been Christian artists who have gone to really cool places lyrically, but musically I've struggled with maybe more. I can't listen to so much. Um, but like there's artists out there that like, I mean, anything from like Simon and Garfunkel, you know, to like, you know, uh, some other artists that I that I really appreciate the way that their their lyrics are uh, sort of communicated. Um, you know, as far as Christian artists go, I I honestly, when it comes to Christian music, I mean, I listen to a lot anymore. I listen to a lot of my friends' music who are making mm -hmm. stuff, and these are a lot of like more indie like Christian artists who are kind of around my age and younger and, and some maybe a little older, but like generally speaking, like a lot of these new artists that have just kind of started releasing music in the last four or five years, because so much of my world, my life, you know, in the last four years has now become so much about this thing, one big family, which is just all these new artists creating a space for them to, <laughs> be able to create and find community. And so I just am inundated with so much amazing music from these artists. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, on a lyrical standpoint, honestly, it's, um, it's been, yeah, it's been some other artists. Yeah. Do you know, uh, you, you know, Sophie, uh, Sophie and Stevens. Oh yeah. 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 So One of his, um, quotes I really appreciated from him. He said that, um, Christian makes a really bad adjective yeah and so like to be a christian artist you know is like a certain he's like i'm just an artist yes, yes i'm a yes. christian i'm a christian noun you know but i'm not a yeah. artist with yeah. a christian layering yeah and i thought that was really beautiful and of course his lyrics are like in incredible you know um yeah. but yeah, yeah i think that that's a good you know yeah. to try to avoid that kind of uh label yeah. yes yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, man. I, and, and it's so, it's so true. When I, when I write the way I think about myself as an artist, I mean, I, I am a Christian. I love Jesus. I, 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 he is, you know, everything. I mean, in, in, and how I live my life. I, I, when I write music, I will inevitably be writing through that lens you know, that's not going anywhere. Like I'm mm -hmm. going to be writing from a perspective of knowing Christ and having seen the way and experienced the way that he's transformed my life, you know? And so I don't, and that goes back to like what I was saying before about like, I don't think that we have to sit down and I think, I guess I'll put it this. I think that once the moment that we start to think like, I'm going to write Christian music, it, it starts to potentially already before you've even put pen to paper, like put this box, you know, where, okay, well, what does that mean? Like, well, like, like what exactly does that mean? I mean, if you're just an artist and, and you are a Christian and you're writing, then like, I don't know. I think it's important to, man, be, I'm not be like off biblically. Right. Like, oh, I, yeah, I really, yeah. Yeah. right. And, and which is I'm not in any way what you're saying. Like, I think that, but I think that that is something that as a, as a, as a writer, I value like making sure that I'm not like 
yeah, maybe I'm experiencing something or, or even if I'm questioning something with God, like maybe it'll be like, I'm not just about to like go write a whole album about something that I haven't like really hashed out. That might be something that maybe I shouldn't be communicating. Maybe it'll cause somebody to stumble. Maybe it'll cause somebody to like, you know, uh, you know, sure. hear an undeveloped thought. And I've seen artists do this and, yeah, and it's, been sad. it's been sad to see that, you know, we've all seen mm-hmm. these artists who've, been mid process with God and and, and it's kind of like okay maybe maybe you shouldn't have done this <laughs> like you know that, that might be damaging to some people you know but like so I do think it's important to, to be biblical but I, I don't think in our writing that we have to be I, I I've worked with a producer who's I really admire and he's done stuff in Christian music a lot and he's worked with artists in the past like Jarsic Clay and like um and his name's Mitch and he he's always brought a really cool perspective to the world of Christian music. Also where it's like challenged me to be like, not every one of your songs has to come to this like real happy, like conclusive place even. And I think that's a significant thing as a writer too, to yeah. realize that like, you don't have to, as a Christian, just cause you're maybe a Christian artist does not mean that you have to like, every song has to have this like, like, ends on an up note you know sure, ends on sure. a high or note triumph right? yeah. yeah 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 i mean and that's and that's just crazy because i mean to be honest not to like totally call out names but that's like the crux of like caleb i mean to be <laughs> honest i mean it's positive encouraging and to, yeah. to the reality of it is is like if you're a christian and you're truly following christ you have to recognize that it's not always positive and encouraging it's yeah. actually it's actually very it's it's hard you know yeah. you know and and that's just the reality of it. Yeah. So yeah, to be able to express that in a way that doesn't cause people to stumble, you know, but yeah. acknowledges, you know, the pains, acknowledges yeah. the the growing pains, the struggles, the yeah. doubts, even, yeah, and the and the longing for God when you can't see Him, can't feel Him, um, and all creation is groaning, right, for this kind of thing to be revealed. So, right. Well, beautiful. Yeah. Well, we just have about a minute left here. Um, But we are, man, I'm really looking forward to um, seeing you play and uh, loved having this conversation with you. Um, Yeah. So Holy Cross Carney, man, we're going to be, we're going to be waiting for you to come in and, and uh, bring some, bring some beauty. Yeah, man. I, I thank you. Yeah, I'll be I'll be excited to be coming to Carney and um, thank you guys so much again for your time. And um, yeah, just for creating a space, uh, like I said, for an, uh, an indie artist, it's it's just so, so beautiful and refreshing to have that kind of um, support and for somebody to, to feel like somebody in a community sees like the significance um, of it so really appreciate that and um yeah i'll be coming through i'll have a uh a, a drummer with me uh and, and we'll just we'll, we'll be having a good time on friday night um so definitely definitely hope to see as many people out there as uh as possible so yeah yeah awesome all right steven well we will see you pretty soon and safe okay. travels man yeah thank you so much uh we'll see you guys soon all right god bless bye. yeah you too bye